0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. Oh, you're so chipper, and I'm Bill Knight. You know, yes, here it is I Wednesday,
1: I... the day before Turkey. Well, you day know why and... I'm chipper,
0: Bill? Because it's... there's turkey. I can smell it already. It's in the air. Turkey. Of course, you know what I hate about this this weekend. I got to put the Christmas tree up, and and I got to put the lights up, and uh you know, it's a lot of work. You know, for,
1: I already got the Christmas tree uh, up over I...
0: there. Yeah, you got yours up. I think you have a little little one, right? I got I got to put this. I got two little ones
1: that I put up, but I do a actually. There's a whole segment over there It's Christmas. I don't do the big tree anymore. Do you do you take a, do a, you s- take
0: the tree down? Oh yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. I know some people who just turn the lights oh, off. Trees and yeah, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no,
1: no. I I take it down and and all that stuff put it yeah. away. I mean, there's decorations that aren't up that uh, won't go up until the weekend when uh, I get back in town. But
0: other than that, you know, um, yeah. Well, I, you know, I I love the holidays, but it it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of work. And the older you get, by the way, the the heavier the stuff is. You know that you have to.
1: Holidays don't feel the same anymore either. I mean, uh, you know, no. society has changed, everything has changed, and maybe we lived in a sheltered world. Maybe maybe the world is uh, we're, we just got better optics or more optics well, you know, to Bill, see what the world is really like.
0: I think there's a large segment of our society, not large segment. Let me put it to you. Let me rephrase that. There is an active segment of our society that would like to see Christmas removed, Thanksgiving removed, you know, uh, especially Christmas because it has a, a Christian connotation to it. It's Christ's mm-hmm. birthday. And a lot of people don't like that, you know.
1: Well, they're trying to rewrite everything just like that. that We talked about it uh, yep. on the earlier show uh, that uh, – uh, Jean Pierre, where yeah. Yeah, she did the uh, the transgender awareness, saluting
0: today. the twenty six transgenders who uh, uh, have been killed over the past year. Did did she mention, by the way? That shooter down, remember that shooter down south? I forgot where well, they it weren't transgenders, so that's no biggie. Yeah, it was. The shooter oh, it was. That was didn't the, sh- them. the shooter that went into the school with the young kids. Oh yeah, and left the the, shooter, man- yeah. the manifesto. Remember the one that left the manifesto, yeah. and they just they just got that manifesto, and uh, that was a transgender. Uh, an, yeah, um, but
1: that's that's a different thing. So you, uh, you, you, yeah no was- no did didn't mention that but you know i listened to it hmm. the other day and you know, or last night actually and you know she said it with such compassion and conviction like you know and i just sat there and i said you know this is going to be she just fabricated out of her mind and she knew she was doing it it was an acting job she decided that she was going to do that or she, uh, she said, can I do it? Or they said, why don't you? But either way, it wasn't an oopsie. It was a plansy. And um, it's going to show up on on the calendar. It's going to be a, a, a federal holiday at some point in time. Do you think so?
0: Do you really think – we, what do you think if Trump push it, gets in?
1: Well, if he gets in, and we still uh, – that's the debate. Will he get in? But if he gets in, no. It, but it will be on hold until <laughs> certain people take power again. Yeah. See, it's it's all time timing to them and manipulation and control. I mean, hell, where is it? Missouri? They're uh, they're uh, debating right now about uh, judges deciding on whether or not you have to show your voter ID card to vote. Think about what that will do. To voting, and then I was reading a story earlier today um, about you know the, there's a there's a there's a bill of foot to stop the government, and uh, I forget what it's called Hemisphere I think it's uh, it's a surveillance program where the government, uh, law authorities, and all kinds of agencies can sit there uh, and spy on thirty trillion records, phone records, your phone records, to see who you called when you called them, you know, and no subpoena, like
0: no, no getting a, a, a warrant it. Uh, no
1: warrants, no? no subpoenas. Don't have to, they, they have free reign to go in say, wow. well, let's see what Jim Harrington's been up to. But then I thought, you know, when are they going to sit there? I mean, you know, now they got drop off mailing in the ballot boxes, which we saw how well that did in the last election. I mean, Joe won by a landslide, even more numbers than what, we're registered in the whole nine yards.
0: Go ahead. I got a question for you. <clears throat> when I was a kid, we only had one kind of phone service. We had the phone company. And in order right. for them to listen in on your conversation, they had to go to a judge. And get, a get Get a wiretap, right. But nowadays, many of us, including my house, our phone, our house phone is actually integrated into our cable service. Okay, mm-hmm. it's, it's run by the same people who run our movies and our Internet. And I'm wondering, because it's included in the Internet package, is your phone service actually as private as it was back in the old days? Meaning, they no. know, when you're on the Internet, there are millions of people who can find out uh, what websites you've gone to, uh, what uh, different... Uh, Things you're doing on the internet, you know, that's why you get hacked because mm-hmm. they can they have access to your stuff. Well, can people access your internet phone service the same way? I guess that's what I'm wondering. Sure,
1: they can. Sure, they can. They can go through. I mean, without a can warrant, get bl- without a warrant, they can do it without a wa- warrant. And you know, the, there are. Let's say that you're you're wanting to write a news story mm-hmm. and you want to know about a certain topic. You know, right. Basically, you put. You know, scrapers, spiders, whatever. But they're, you know, you have these little programs to go out and seek and search. Well, they've got that too, and they're. It's, I guess, it's legal to do, and they're doing it. So they're they're snooping on. The, their upper shorts yeah. is uh, where they are. But my thought was,
0: I, I can't believe that they're going to allow the police. I mean, you're talking. No, they're not going to. They they are doing it. So right now, the local police in town here without a warrant, without a wiretap, can just listen into co- telephone conversations willy-nilly, as they would say, without any well, kind of... I don't of, know uh, about that. <laughs> I was talking about their
1: records, their
0: phone records well, they
1: the, get to go through.
0: Well, I mean, you, it's kind of like the same thing. Yeah. You're, saying that, you're saying that they can find out what you, who you called.
1: Right. Whereas 30 li- trillion records
0: yeah. that they can go through that's current
1: and past... You know, and they can see okay. who you've dealt with. But now here's the problem. You know, let's say that you um, you called a number that um, you you don't know how, you know, what, what the other person was up to. That's number one. You know, you might have known them for one thing and one thing only, and it was nothing nefarious. Right. Or number two, uh, that number went to, you know, was a, was a burner number, burner phone, or went to a, you know, they turned it off and went, uh, someone else got to sign that number.
0: It could happen. Well, I mean, you know, it's interesting. You're saying that they can actually. I was thinking when you first started talking about this, I was thinking that they could listen in while you're on the conversation. You're saying that they can check who you've been talking to and find out a pattern. For example, if you've been calling exactly. some criminal over and over again, but even that stuff should be private. I mean, you know, we we have no more privacy anymore. Bill, think about it for right. a second. Um, everywhere you go, there's a camera. Everywhere you go, yeah. someone's taking your picture. You got no, to be Jim, careful. It's not.
1: It's not to say that they don't listen. It's right now we know that they 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 creep into our records, and without a subpoena, uh, I would have thought that's illegal. But that means, you know, the they've taken they've taken the the, the lid off of this can of worms, and yeah. they're all over the floor. But my thought was where I was going is you know back to the voter thing. You know, you know, if you're in Missouri, saying, "Well, you don't really need to use that voter ID. Just come on in and vote." You know, we got drop-off mail-in boxes. Right. We got, you know, uh, you don't have to show an ID. Hey, you just came you really across asking. the border. No problem. No problem. Yeah. Who am I to ask where you're from? You know, yeah. like wh- now, when you get a prescription, you got to show identity there. But you know, let's do with that too. As a matter of fact. Let's go ahead and say you can vote by phone. How many phones you got? You got five? Okay, so you're down for five votes there.
0: <laughs> yep. Oh, you know, my who God. knows where they're going with this? Yeah, Unbelievable. Um, none of this really should come as a shock or a surprise. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that have been uh, uh, adjusted uh, improperly over the last uh, two or three years, elections, uh, I do think the January 6th narrative that we have been told is dishonest. I have, by the way, lost friends, or not really lost friends. I i shouldn't say that. I have some friends who are liberals, who do not share the same view about January 6th as I do. And Let me
1: explain something to you. You know, if, if somebody disagrees with me, you know, or has a different point of view, I respect that point of view and I go, yeah, you know, we're, we're good friends, but, or we're friends, whatever level it is, but no, we don't agree on a few things. You're in a, you know, when you're in a marriage, do you and your spouse agree 100% on everything? No, but you, you know, you love each other for certain aspects, but we're all individuals. Now, a lot of liberals sit there and go, oh, what you, you don't, you, you think Trump didn't do an instrument. The hell with you! Get out of here. They might yeah. sit there. They might do it diplomatically, but they're sitting there calling you a piece of crap.
0: You know, I'm just well, saying. Well, that's, that's 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 okay. I mean, it, look at that's neither here nor there. You, what you, I've learned from doing this program, you know, for, for years I worked in broadcasting, and for the most part, it was personality, entertainment, disc jockey work, uh, uh, kind of generalistic talk programs, things like that. Uh, But doing this program, you have to bare your soul. This is how, you know, I believe in certain things. I'm a conservative. I'm a conservative, period. You know, do I like Donald Trump? First of all, I don't believe he's uh, the savior. I don't believe he's somebody who should be worshipped. But I do think he's an honest, decent guy who tried to make our country better. And you have to look at what he did over four years while he was under constant attack by the liars on the left, okay? They were liars, whether you whether you want to believe it or not. If you are a leftist and you don't believe it, you're not paying attention, okay? You just aren't studying the facts. You know, you look at the January 6th committee and you think, boy, that was really done well. You even had Liz Cheney, a Republican. Listen, she's about as Republican as uh, as Schumer is a Republican or Pelosi is a Republican. You know, Kissinger, he was another rhino, yet people say, well, he had two Republicans. No, 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 no. Those are rhinos, and those are the consummate definition of rhino. You know, I would like to see, by the way, the January 6th committee be uh, restarted with a fair panel and really do some serious investigating and find out who lied in the first part of the hearing. You know, go back and say, all right, let's talk to some of those witnesses that you you uh, promoted as being so honest and forthright and put them back on the stand with some real solid cross-examination and see where they stand. You know, but I'm you know, when I, when I talk to you about my liberal friends and I do have a lot of liberal friends. I worked in broadcasting. There's a lot of liberals in broadcasting. Oh yeah. The difference is conservatives for the most part They look at their liberal friends and they figure uh, that's just one part of our friendship. That's just one part. I'll accept them for all the other stuff. The memories, the good times, the laughter, the things we shared together, those things I'll remember them for. But the left, the liberals, those people that you think can do the same thing to you, no, no, they can't. They can't. Liberals are Emotional. Whereas conservatives are factual. You're saying, oh, that's nonsense. No, it's true. You guys on the left, you you deal with your heart. Oh, Trump is such a bad man. He has orange hair, and uh, he says some nasty tweets. Well, wait a second. How did he do in the economy? Well, that's not really important, is it? Yeah, it is important. The economy, he was fabulous. Fabulous. On, on the, how about uh, the fact that he was one of the only sitting presidents not to get us into a war? in his term in office i know it's hard to believe even obama took pride in getting us into wars right but the thing is we uh, uh, we are when it comes to how we approach things in life conservatives for the most part are i think more understanding i mean i, I have i have family members who are liberals and yeah. i look at that's their business. That's their business, okay? If they want to do a liberal talk show, go knock, to your, it. knock yourself out. It's a lot of friggin' work. You got something you want to do, you want to say, you go say it. Yeah,
1: and whatever you say is a badge that you wear. So uh, unless somebody was wearing that same badge, you know, then, you know, it's a scarlet letter. But it's one that I'm proud to wear because I'm proud of who I am. I'm yep. I'm proud of what I believe in. i you know, I'm uh that's all there is to it. If, know, I like I, if I sound like
0: if I sound Bill like I touched a nerve a bit, I, I actually had somebody and I'm not yeah, gonna I No know. No names. No names. Relax. If that if that somebody is listening, not a problem. Don't worry. Oh, I, they're listening I, today. Well and I still love you, okay? I really do. It's just that we, we're not on the same page politically. And that's okay. On my side, I can accept you for all the other good stuff that we've shared. All right, all the wonderful stuff that we've shared, I can I can accept that. But as far as your politics go, I think you're you you really need to sit down and do some serious thinking about where we are as a country. You know, I I, I believe in pro life. You probably believe the investigative in investigative re- research. There is what you say. Yeah, I I believe in, I'm I'm pro life. You probably are not pro life, my friend. You know that's and that surprises me because that person that I'm talking about has two very handsome young young children and and is a, a terrific person. That, you know when it comes to parenting, I'm not even going to say the gender, okay? Um, but you know it's just it just comes as a surprise that uh, some of these people haven't got uh, the the ability to just uh, say ah it's just this politics, no big deal. They they look at what you say. What when I said that yesterday really must have touched a nerve because we were talking about the January 6th hearing, and I said, right. well, finally, the truth is going to come out. And believe me, my friend, I, I would suggest you look at some of the videotape that they're releasing now, which shows an opposite, 180-degree storyline to what they released when the thing happened. Well, you know, it's going to get down to uh, basic interpretational
1: skills. And even though they saw redacted photos before, you know, "Ah, this is what we want to show them because this paints the picture of our narrative. Now they're seeing the raw footage, but don't think for a minute that they're not sitting there going, well, how do we paint this picture to still make it lead into our picture that we showed? And that's what they're going to do, you know, and... You know your eyes don't lie, but they're going to tell you that they do, mm-hmm. and not to believe what you think you just saw. Was that a badge? No, it it, it was it was again. A badge.
0: Liberals think with emotion, and conservatives look to to what they think are the facts. At least they do some investigation. I don't I don't know too many liberals who really investigate. And when they investigate, where do they look? They look to Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski on MSNBC. They look at Rachel Maddow. They don't look around it. I'm, I'm not saying that Fox has the answer, but there are so many different places you can look for the answer. that are kind of neutral, like the New York Post, the Wall Street Journal. You're going to, oh, well, they're conservative. They're owned by the Murdochs. But for the most part, they're pretty mainstream. You know, you can go to some of the go go to some of the uh, uh, the English websites. You know, go to some of the, the Guardian or whatever. Go go overseas and look for some answers because many times the people in England, the reporters in England, write more honestly about American politics than the American reporters write. If you know what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, uh, interesting thing happened overnight. I'm not sure how I feel about it. You probably saw this too. Uh, In an unprecedented vote on Wednesday, uh, Israel's cabinet approved an agreement to secure the release of roughly 50 hostages who were... there were more hostages, though. Yeah, I think there are like 300, Bill. They were abducted uh, on October 7th. Uh, A government statement announced the result of the vote. It didn't specify which ministers voted for or against it, and that's... We wouldn't really be able to figure that out anyway because we don't know much about the uh, Knesset but the the thing is uh Netanyahu is going to approve it you know he's going he's going to put his seal on it and i I have some questions about it because I believe what they're going to do is they're going to release uh twelve to thirteen people per day over a four day period and I heard and I don't see it in this story, but I heard that we're going to uh, we're the is- Israelis are going to release like 150 Palestinians in return. And I'm thinking, right. wait wait a second, we're getting 50? We have 300, we're getting 50, and you're getting 150? Now, maybe, maybe we have many more of their prisoners, you know. But uh, I also think by having a four-day ceasefire, which is what they're going to have— It's going to give uh, the Palestinians a chance to regroup, to move their equipment and their uh, supplies to a more secure location. And I think it's going to probably end up being, uh, in the long run, detrimental to uh, the the war. But, I mean, I think a lot of this is political. I think Biden and our administration has interfered with the... the, uh, the war process in Israel. I don't know how we can do it. I think we probably supply them with weapons and money. And when you have weapons and money going into a country like Israel, uh, they don't want to lose that flow. And uh, uh, so I I don't know. What are your thoughts, Bill? Do you think that uh, a four-day ceasefire and uh, this kind of a swap is good? No, I don't think that uh,
1: the – you know, to me a swap – is, is an even up deal. You know, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's almost like when you say, Hey, I got this to trade. You're, you're, uh, unless you're getting something back that you really, really, really want, and you're willing to make concessions elsewhere, uh, then maybe it's, it's fair, but I don't see that as fair. And I, I wonder, you know, if you're one of 300 people, let's say that are a uh, hostage, but only 50 get to go. Mm-hmm. Why am I not so special?
0: Hey, listen, I also think, and I hate to say this because I'm saying it out loud and I don't want to make it, yeah, not I don't here. want to be, I don't want to be right on this, but I think I am. I think many of the hostages are already dead. Yeah, I do too. And, uh,
1: but you know, and that's why they're not so special.
0: They're dead. Yeah. And, and I think these, uh, I think Hamas is, these are bad people, folks. You know, the other thing is this. As recently as yesterday, uh, Israel has said that every Hamas member is a dead man walking. They, they said this out loud in the media. I saw it. Every Hamas member is a dead man walking. Not a big incentive to, uh, co- to cooperate with Israel when you've already said that uh, you're all dead. I don't care, yeah. you know their attitude. Well,
1: Hamas has basically said that too. I mean, yeah, there are people out there. No, oh, no, see, it's all Israel. Yeah, well, you you explain that to the baby that you lit on fire. Yeah, you explain that to the baby that you decapitated, the women that you raped and and mutilated and cut their heads off. Explain
0: that to them. You know, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Um. Well, I, I'm. Look, it, I'm. Like I said, I'm torn. I'm. I'm. I'm happy that some people will be freed I'm thankful that their families are going to be reunited I I hope that uh, it brings comfort to uh, by the way it starts on Thursday which is Thanksgiving in the US of course so in a way uh, there's a little bit of significance a lot of people will be giving thanks that those people are free and that's a good thing but uh, I would like to like you I would like to have seen a one on one situation I would like to have seen maybe more I would like to see all oh, of them. Oh, yeah, but I don't think you. Yeah, I don't think you'll ever see. See, I think the ones that are dead, Hamas is going to say that, that we've we've still got them, because as long as as long as Israel thinks that they have prisoners, then Israel is going to be cautious about where they drop the bombs. But if Israel thinks there's no more prisoners, you don't want to be in uh, Gaza City anytime soon.
1: Yeah, because then it's, a, it's an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. And it, you, you know where that goes, even though that's that
0: doesn't fit the, the liberal mm. narrative out there. But uh, Hey, um, I thought this was interesting. Do you hear about this? An illegal alien child rapist was detained by ICE in Martha's Vineyard really? this past week. Yeah, you know, I thought we got rid of all those uh, nasty illegal aliens. You know, remember mm-hmm. when they, we when uh, Ron DeSantis shipped them up to uh, Martha's Vineyard and they were there for about 24 hours, and then somebody said, ooh, ooh, we can't have them on our island, and they put them all in a nice little bus and took them down to the boat, and off they went because mm-hmm. as nice as they were uh, to be there for 24 hours, they didn't want them there any longer. But somehow this guy, this guy, uh, Saul... Cardona Ferreira, a 37-year-old illegal alien from Brazil, was criminally charged in Brazil for raping a 5-year-old child, but he fled his home country and illegally entered the U.S. because Joe Biden left the damn border open, and he could just walk up and walk in. you know? Oh, it's nice. Just, huh? Yeah. So he uh, decided, oh, you know, it, it was the summertime, and that place called Martha's Vineyard seems like a nice place. It's out in the middle of uh, the ocean and uh, yeah i think i'll go there i think obama goes there that'd be a good place for me so uh so- solo solo ferrera took off and went to martha's venue they caught him and that's a big deal he's a he's a rapist they got him and people say oh isn't that wonderful do you know what they caught last week or the week before last up there in cape cod ah uh, yes hmm. this there's a joint base up there that used to be called otis air force base but now it's called joint base something or other i don't know have a clue what the heck it's called yeah uh but they 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 caught a murderer on base who had killed i think 11 or 12 people he was a serious murderer they caught him living with the illegals on that base and by the way those people were living just down the street from Uh, families of Air Force and military personnel with their children. I mean, there's no vetting these people. There's no vetting. This guy lived there for a while, This, this murderer who had killed 11 or 12 people. So, I mean, this is what you get when you open the door and the countries down below in South America open their prisons. You know, you get there. Bad guys. I mean, I I just find it amazing that that Biden can strut around Washington with that goofy smile like he's doing something great while he's sticking a knife into the stomach of our country. I mean, it just is amazing.
1: Well, he's got that goofy smile in Nantucket right now. He uh, left, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, to uh, go spend Thanksgiving at uh, a billionaire's thirty-nine million dollar Nantucket escape.
0: Yeah, Uh, Yeah. uh, you know, it's kind of a nice, kind of a nice way to spend the holidays. Gonna go to Nantucket and you know live off the fat of the land
1: you know i know people that are sitting there struggling to pay their bills like no other time in history of my life's history yeah. yes i've read about the great depression and all that i wasn't here thank god and uh, i was i i used to think well that's something we'll never see again in our
0: lifetime and now i'll be damned we're going we're seeing it now well you know people on the left uh, yeah they they talk about Trump, right? They can't stand Trump. Oh, his ego, he's such a bad guy, and he's done so many bad things uh, for our country. No, he's done a lot of wonderful things for our country. If you just examine what he's done, okay? No, it's interesting. But he's a guy who is a billionaire. He doesn't have to go to Martha's Vineyard and be the guest of a billionaire. Trump is a billionaire, Okay. So he can live, I'm sure he has some phenomenal places where he can have Thanksgiving, palatial places other than Mar-a-Lago, but, you know, he, he spends his time campaigning. I mean, this past weekend, when he could have been playing golf, he was down doling out slop to the Border Patrol, right, for their Thanksgiving dinner. I don't mean slop, but he was... He was putting mashed potatoes or stuffing on plates and shaking hands with a lot of strangers to show his appreciation. This is the difference between Biden, who is who is heading up to Nantucket to live off the the uh, the I don't know the kindness and generosity of a billionaire. He's Biden could do it. He could have his own. Dinner at his own place in uh, mm-hmm. Delaware, but no, he, he's he's the guy's a mooch, a political mooch. And you know,
1: uh, I, I got to ask you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, with all the crooked dealings going on, we really don't know how much money money Biden's made, you know, right. or squirreled away or whatever. Uh you know, show me the money, find the money, you know. Yeah, where's the money? Because he's got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the real question ought to be is. You know, with the history that he's got and everything,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're probably not even seeing an nth of the money.
0: How much? Maybe he's a billionaire himself. Well, how much do you need to live phenomenally? Think about it for a second. You know, how much do you need to live well? My dad, well, used, to, the, my, my dad used to say, look, at, you only can drive one car, you only can eat one meal at a time. If you have a nice bed, clean bed to. You live sleep in? in one bed at a
1: time, yeah. But you know, look, I've got some rich friends, and uh, you know, the thing is, who dies with the most toys is the winner, and uh, that's how they look at it, and uh, that's the way they look at it. So, what you know, but when you hurt people to get to where you are, uh, or to get to a, uh, a new height, mm-hmm. that's when I have a little bit of a problem. Uh,
0: with it. You know, you were talking about... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, this guy, Biden, you say he hurt people. I mean, he's... He's... If you looked at Biden from 25 years ago, Mm -hmm. he was kind of mainstream. He believed in securing the borders. He believed in a strong military. Or at least this is what he told everybody. Well, no, he's an opportunist. He's an opportunist. Mm -hmm. And somewhere along the line, he must have thought, hey, I'm... uh, The road is running out for me. I bet... I better make compromises to get in or I'm not going to be president. Whatever whatever it takes for me to make compromises, I'll do to be president because that's what he's done. He has he literally opened the door on our border, our southern border. How much there was 250,000 who came across last month. Yeah. 260,000 people illegal strangers. He and in the meantime fentanyl they got 300 pounds of fentanyl in tucson last week i mean all that poison coming across the border killing people and yet this guy no problem hop on air force one let's fly up to otis and then uh, we head out to the uh, island for some chow you know now i i i think i
1: read that he did a ban on fentanyl is that now right I,
0: I haven't seen anything about a ban on okay. fentanyl. You, you yeah, know, that was, okay. that was courageous. Kind of, you know. Well,
1: no, well it w- if it did, it was stupid because, yeah, you can put a ban on illegal drugs, but he wouldn't do it that way. I mean, I'm, I'm looking beyond I that. I
0: don't think you can ban fentanyl. They use it therapeutically in hospitals.
1: Right. That's where yeah. I was going with that. If, they, if he did that, then that would be crazy. No. But here's something interesting. He's invoking the Wartime Powers Act to push the left's green agenda. Well, number one, the agenda is not working. But the fact oh. that he is sitting here using an old Cold War mechanism and the wartime act—what other war powers act is he going well, to I invoke mean, before the election? Because he well, could
0: lock it down and um, yeah, that's it, done. What a crock of, of stuff that is! I got to watch myself. What a crock that is! This guy, <laughs> this guy is is just—he's unbelievable. We are—he's the country has shown that it can't stand electric cars for example right i mean nobody nobody's really buying them there are a handful of people buying electric cars but the market is just disappearing because they're so limited they don't perform like a gas car they're not as easy to run as a gas car and and uh, so what's happening Ford's losing $36,000 per car. You can't stay in you know, business that long, Bill.
1: You know, the left seems to have a thing. They, they have a playbook. And, and they, they look at things, not like the green agenda. On the surface, oh, that's pretty, you know. Wouldn't you like a nice, clean, safe, green world for your children yeah, every, and everything? Everybody wants that, yeah. Okay, now, so they embrace that topic. Oh, sure. Damn, damn what, what the cost is. And it means that, sorry, that perfect green world means you're going to be uh, rubbing two sticks to build your campfire. And don't do that because somebody will be around from the government to measure the smoke. That's right. But, you know, you know the animals will come and eat you because you're going to be their prey uh, again. And I'm sitting here going, but they take these what appear to be attractive things. And that's what they use as their political, you know, even, you know, a woman's rights and abortion, we're, we're we're
0: politicizing things that shouldn't even be in politics. This is what gets me about the whole green thing. In order for it to work, it can't be just one country doing it. It can't be just us. It has to be the whole world for it to be effective. China's not doing it. I'm just telling you right now, China is not doing it. A lot of countries, North Korea, they're not doing it. A lot of countries are not doing it. They're pouring that pollution out there, no big deal, life is good, and they're just moving along, thank you very much. In the meantime, these environmentalists in our country are trying to make it difficult for everybody to live. You know, Mm -hmm. it is just mind-boggling. We have these windmills that they want to put windmill farms off the coast. Off the coast, and what they what they're doing is they're killing the the whales. The, yeah. They they are killing the whales. I guess there's a vibration, a sound that they make from spinning around. The the vibration can be heard by the whales. It drives them to beach themselves, and they die. Yeah, they 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 navigate, and I guess because look, everything has a
1: frequency. Even this microphone right here, right? That even if I go quiet it has it has certain characteristics and you know we yeah we are messing with nature and those things out in the water and where the 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 fish and the, ocean, uh, and the and the whales live they navigate the earth generates a frequency yeah it's a harmonic frequency that all nature is in tune to the animals the plants even people you ever sit there and have a headache And you go and you just can't get comfortable and you lay on the floor, you think it's the coolness, you know, but if you're, if you've got a one story house, it chances are you're tuned to a frequency of the earth
0: that all of a sudden makes you feel comfortable again. You ever wonder why people, when they have a headache, they can turn on like certain music or certain sounds, maybe low frequencies and, and they, they start to feel a little better. You know, mm. it's it like you said, it's frequencies. It, it really, it really is. But you know what gets me, built Too, this is amazing. The, the The left doesn't talk about this. You know what's happening right now in Iceland? In Iceland, they're having a volcanic problem. You know, oh yeah, it's 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 big time. Something's either about to about to blow, or they're evacuating certain parts of the area because oh, the ground is rupturing. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's but you know what? It's you, like a movie. But you know what happens? What the Pollution from one volcanic explosion is more than any pollution the whole world uh, gets from man. I mean, one volcano blasts, pours all that soot and pollution into the air, and that is more pollution than the entire uh, pollution generated by all the peoples on the planet think about that for a second it's true yeah I mean because well, they don't they don't just blow and that's it they go on for God knows how long well, remember remember back in the 70s Mount Saint Helen it's 1980 yeah Mount Saint Helen Washington yeah well guess
1: what gets guess what's uh, doing a lot of earthquakes around it Uh-oh. And showing signs that it's
0: rumbling and getting ready to blow her top again uh, Mount St Helen you know it's interesting I remember one guy in there he wasn't going to move. No, I'm not leaving my cabin. Ah, it's gonna be a little bit of a rumble, but I don't think we'll have a problem here. They never saw the guy again. He was gone. They went back well, to find him. there was a the
1: volcanologist. Uh, is that what they call him? A
0: volcanologist? Volcanologist. Yeah, a guy who. Yeah, uh, you know, there
1: was a guy that uh, when before St. Helens blew, he goes, "Well, I'm going to go up and get a reading." He was never seen or heard from again because shortly after he went up there, boom, it went. Wow. So he was eviscerated. So, that, you know, that, that's the good news. That, that's like being in front of a nuclear flash. You, you, you don't, you're not going to have a whole uh, lot of seconds in the world left. But yeah. if that's rumbling again, and then look at Lake Mead, you know, Oh, see, global warming, man. We are. Uh, this
0: was just a few months ago, friends. Is that when it dried up? It actually leaked into. Was that part of it dried up in Lake Mead? I, or I, is it might. Oh, my. Is a different story. Well, she's feeling
1: up again. You see, is she? Go take a. look. Yeah, take a look now. She's looking pretty healthy. So, in other words, you know, they're hitting the panic button, saying we're doing this and doing that, and I'm not. I'm not uh, saying that we're not sucking down that water. But nature's going to do what yeah, nature's going to do.
0: Yeah, that's true. And you can't change it. As a so, matter of fact,
1: you have all a lot of these, these lakes. You have these, we made them.
0: You have these guys like John Kerry. John uh-huh. Kerry is our environmental ambassador. He goes around to all these different meetings, and he pontificates. And every time I hear him talk, he makes me so happy to know that he never was president. Trust me, because this guy. Is from a different. Oh, no. He's from a different class of people, but listen, this is. I some people call him Lurch, you know, from, from the Adams family, because he yes, kind of looks Mrs. like it. Yes, this is Adam. Yes, this is John Kerry uh, in a very recent. Uh, he's talking about farming.
2: You know, John Kerry knows a lot about farming. Listen, and and then you have nitrates, uh, excess nitrates that are essence of farming. You go to a place, I learned all this actually when I was running for president um, back in 2004. And in Iowa, they have tile underneath the fields. You know, they dig down six, they put the tile and put the earth back on it. You, you wouldn't think of that.
0: You know, he wouldn't think of that, but a lot of farmers have. What they've done in a lot of places, a lot of farms, is they take a couple of feet of soil up in an area, good sized area, and they put uh, tiles underneath the ground, and they put the soil back on top of the tile to improve the drainage so that the the, the plants that they put in that soil get a more even drink of water. You know, they, they actually mm-hmm. grow better. Farmers have thought, uh, Mr. Kerry, about a lot of clever things over the course of agri- they, This guy wants to impede the, pro- what, the progress mm-hmm. of farmers, you know? Uh, it's amazing. Uh,
1: you know, we shouldn't do that. We should do everything we can to help the planet out. And when I say that, that's not from a, Oh, liberals. Going, yeah, that's what we want. We want to help the planet out. No, you don't actually, you don't, uh, like the thing you just said with the yeah. tiles that is helping plants to grow and be nourished.
0: Right. And exactly. so it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, but anyway, you know, it's interesting. Um, uh, I was reading a story yesterday and it's, it's scary. Uh, a lot of people are concerned that speaking of agriculture, that these terrorists are coming into our country. Uh, one of the targets will be agriculture. They want to interrupt the food supply, the chain of uh, food into the supermarkets, things like that, uh, so that we suffer uh, when it comes to uh, you know. Th- this is what Biden and his friends have allowed. We know pretty pretty confidently we can say that we have terrorists now in this country we have cells you know, go ahead bill if i'm not mistaken
1: you know our bread basket uh, in other words our farm yeah uh community uh, i think we are the biggest we've got the biggest bread basket in the world you know a, a lot of things stem from here yeah i mean i'm not just talking off the coast the fishing communities out there but you know we've got cattle we've got We've got agricultural land of all sorts. Yep. You know we are a breadbasket and crops, uh, corn, everything. Uh, we we're pretty rich in stuff like take that. So much, you hurt though. us, you hurt the world.
0: It wouldn't take much though to interrupt it. Really, uh, blow up some missile silos, uh, poison some of our our crops so that they don't produce, and all of a sudden things start to change. You know, well, we don't have the access to the things that we are we take for granted. Well-placed uh, nukes in the United
1: States going off could uh, totally wipe out for the next 25, 50, 75, 100 years our farmland. It doesn't just affect America.
0: And what have, what have we done? It the world. What have we done over the last couple of years? Who has been one of the biggest buyers of our farmland over the last two or three years? Sure. China, China has bought up much of our farmland. A lot of it is mm-hmm. next to our military bases. I'm sure that's not a coincidence, but a lot of the land has been bought by China. Why? Well, they got a lot of land in China, by the way, friends, they don't need to come over here and buy our land unless they have another reason for buying it.
1: You know, uh, speaking of military base bases, you know, there's a gentleman that's running, uh, I guess is a pro Trumper that's running for office North Dakota Air Force Base warns airmen against attending pro-Trump Tyler uh, Bauer Boyer Boyer or Bob Bowyer Uh, the rally of uh, Turning Point USA or
0: risk jeopardizing their military career. Uh, They're telling soldiers, military people, not to go to a pro-Trump rally because they may be Uh, they may get themselves in. Don't feel bad. I got another interesting story from the Biden administration. I'm not going to go into the long form of the story. I'll just give you a little thumbnail. Uh, This guy was processing out of the military, I guess, this past week. And he had been in Afghanistan two years ago. And two years ago, we know what happened there. Joe decided to put his tail between our legs and for us all to leave, uh, abandoning our airplanes, our tanks, our uh, military supplies, our air bases like Bagram. I mean, all that stuff was left behind. Now this guy's checking out last week. He goes in to bring his equipment that he has to, you know, you have to bring your stuff back, your gear back, and they check it off. Okay, Uh, you you got a coat or whatever, this, that, you can keep that. But there's certain things you have to turn in. Well, he goes and turns in. His supplies, and he finds out that the military says, "Okay, yeah, you don't have this anymore." And he says, "Well, I was told by my officers to leave it behind and get on the plane, right? I was told to leave it in, in Afghanistan and go. I, I was an or, It was an order. Well, uh, that's not our problem. You're gonna have to pay five hundred dollars for that. You're gonna have to pay six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. He's being charged for the equipment." that he left behind in Afghanistan because he was ordered to leave it there. And this is the Biden administration. These people couldn't find their derriers with both hands, okay, this administration. These guys are an embarrassment. I'm talking about the, these military leaders. You know, we lost a lot of our great leaders, a lot of our great generals, a lot of our great officers said when Biden got into office, I'm done. I'm done with mm. this guy. I'm out of here. And they went on retirement. So a lot mm. of our, you know, creme de la creme, the cream of the, the crop, those guys are gone. We have the chaff left, the bad guys, the, the incompetence, the clowns. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a darn shame. He has really, really, uh, Im- he's minimized our military and made it a laughing stock. And then you have things like this happening, you yeah. know,
1: you know, I was at my barber yesterday and you know, they had I think they listened to an internet station. Uh, but either way, you know, I heard a commercial come on. It was not Joe talking, but it was, a an announcer voice and, uh, they were hitting key points. I said, "Boy, that that that's really a great commercial hitting these things," and it was for Joe Biden's done all this. I'm going, no, he didn't do that. He's taking credit oh, for yeah. what Trump did, okay. and these spots. Yeah. But you know, you think we're a year out from the election, and every commercial break because they were doing commercials every two records, and they were all Joe Biden. Every stinking single one of them. Was all Joe Biden? they they've got money that you wouldn't believe, and they're painting the picture. They're softening us up for you know another steal, and they're they're taking everything that Trump did and that was positive, and taking credit
0: for it. Over this you past know, weekend, Trump was uh, speaking in front of a crowd, talking about Biden and the election. And what he expects from Biden this election, you know, I think he's going to go back uh, to his basement and do much of his campaigning from the basement because I don't think he has the energy to do what Trump does. Oh, by the way, Trump had a physical done and he released, oh, that was everything. Great. He, he released everything to the media. The media doesn't want to talk about it. But that's besides the point. Um This is Trump talking about Biden. Listen.
2: Crooked Joe Biden was in San Francisco for a summit with China looking like he had absolutely no idea where he was, what was happening, what the hell he was supposed to do. He walked up with a man who looks like a piece of granite, right? He's strong like granite. He's strong. I know him very well. President Xi of China. And he's standing there. Uh, You know, he's a fierce. He's a fierce person. Now, the press doesn't like it when I say good things about But, you know, what can I say? He runs 1.4 billion people with an iron hand. And they say, oh, he said good things about him now. He happens to be a very smart person. If I say a certain leader is smart that's controlling a big part of the world, the press gets upset that I say smart because that's a good thing. No, no. Very smart people. These are very smart people. But they're dealing with very stupid people. Our leader, our leader is... A stupid person our leader our leader can't get off this stage you see this stage when he's finished with the speech by the time whatever it is he's taking wears off and he's he's looking okay thank you thank you how do i live This is the guy we have keeping us out of nuclear war. And by the way, I've been indicted more times than Alphonse Capone. (laughs) He's the most vicious of all gangsters. If he took you to dinner and if you didn't look proper, if you laughed a little bit, he might think you're laughing at him. It's dangerous to laugh. He'd kill you immediately. He was indicted one time. I was indicted four times. Once I got indicted the first time, though, I said, now the gloves are off, Because out of respect for the office of the presidency, very important, I never hit him this hard. But now I say it. He's the most incompetent president we've ever had. He's the worst president we've ever had. He's a total crook. Total crook. I would never say those things because just out of respect for the office, I would never say those things. But now you can say we have a crooked president who gets money from China. That's why everyone says he's so weak with China. You know why? Because he got a lot of money from China and they know how much we don't. And Jamie Comer and Jim and everybody, they're doing a good job. But you don't ever find out the real numbers. But China knows the real numbers and it's a lot. And we have a uh, a president who's very corrupt and who's... uh, controlled very much by a lot of foreign countries. And this is not a man that should be running our country. It's not a man that should have ever been uh, ascended to power because, you know,
0: because he's not an honest guy, but uh, you know, I like what Trump says, the gloves are off. You know, I, I I think, I think that, uh, I think that he'll never truly be punished like he should be punished. Biden. I mean, I think he's taken, millions upon millions of dollars of corruption, of, of oh, yeah. bribe money. I don't know whether we'll ever really know the, the sacrifice. Well,
1: I guarantee when it all, you know, when when the lid gets taken off that can and all the worms come out, the, the Democrats go, well, yeah, but he was a sitting president. You can't do that to him. You know, the 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 rules will change. And the more and more they indict Trump and they prosecute him, and the, the libs are going, oh, see, he's just a crook. Yeah, he's the biggest crook. Everybody in his family's a crook. But it's becoming more and more apparent that obviously he's not a crook. And they're making him look more innocent. If the Democrats really wanted to hurt Trump, because more and more people are seeing that, okay, say what you will, but he was a good president. What they, if they were smart, they would just back off and figure out what they got to do to get their guy or get somebody in order that that has a shot of doing something, which they don't. But I think Trump would, you know, his numbers are going to bolster anyway, and the Democrats are going to steal it. I still don't think he's going to get in because they're going to steal it. And it's going to be up to the people to figure out what the hell is next. Now, I'm not saying don't go to rallies, go to rallies, scare the hell out of them and go vote for him. And make him win on paper. Really scare the hell out of them because when they steal it, they might think twice before they steal it. Go, well, wait a minute now. We got 150 million people that want Trump, and if we sit there and say he didn't win, are we ready for what's going to happen? And I'm not enticing or telling anybody to do anything, but you know, you can already hear it in, in a in a liberal's mind when they go out and do their rhetoric. You know, they they're, they're very willing to say. I, well, they say said, "Now I want to beat him up. I want to knock they him are, out." But if I heard, if we, I heard,
0: I heard someone say on TV this week, uh, "Trump has to be eliminated." That was yeah. a, that was the term that oh, uh, they then used. They
1: said, "Well, maybe it was uh, it was it was a bad choice of words." No, that was what you intended to say. That's right. And yes. don't you know, now, you know, because. It, it, that was what you intended to say. Don't. It was very deliberate. And the reason I say that is they've said stuff like that before. And the liberal left has said that. They threw it out there because they knew, well, oh, I could realize oh, I
0: was a misspeak. You know, you know. Yeah. They and always do that. Well, if Trump said that, well, well, he did last week. He said, uh, we have to go get rid of the, <clears throat> the vermin. He used the word vermin and the left jumped on him like a fly on horse manure okay i mean they they were just all over him and and for saying the word vermin you know we have to get eliminate the vermin in our society who are trying to bring our country down there was nothing wrong with using the term but the the left jumped on it so if trump does it it's terrible and the media makes an issue out of it if they do it it was a Poor choice of words and and a mistake on our part, and we really didn't mean it. So you can just ignore it.
1: I was reading that uh, they say that Trump is just one more gag order away from the Supreme Court going to the Supreme Court, which I'm going, I would think that that would be a good thing. So, you know, you know, you'd like to think
0: the Supreme Court would do the right right thing, thing, but they just recently, especially over the last two and a half years, they've avoided the issue like a bunch of cowards and and I really mean it I mean it from the bottom of my like a bunch of cowards where when 28 states bring an election issue to the Supreme Court 28 of the 50 states say we got a problem with this and the Supreme Court has the audacity to turn around and say well I'm sorry but you guys have no standing in this no Mm -hmm. standing well well who the hell does if 28 states of the 50 states have a problem and you're saying they haven't got a right to even bring this to the court because it's not they're not parties to the problem come on but uh, anyway um you know i was going to tell you bill we were talking a little while ago about liberal friends and oh, yeah. I, w- one of the things i wanted to say is some people have said to me why do you guys do that i mean Let's face it, you're retired for the most part. You you don't really need this. I mean, you are, you're alienating some of your old friends. But let me tell you what we also do by doing this program. We actually help turn some people around. Not that they'll admit it openly like, oh, I'm now a conservative. But there are some people who really didn't pay attention and thought of themselves as being kind of liberal about stuff. But then when they started listening and started thinking about what we were doing on this program, they started thinking, well, maybe I'm kind of that way too, you know? Maybe I kind of agree with what you're saying too. So does that make me a conservative? Well, you don't have to call yourself anything. Forget the labels. Just be yourself. That middle
1: ground is what we're talking about, and that's just common sense America with True core values. I mean, yeah, there's going to be a little lefty things and little righty things, but in the middle, firmly planted, is America, and that's you and me.
0: Well, so I'm. I I think we've talked about this before. I I don't know whether I believe that the middle ground is even a a possibility in, a, anymore. anymore. I think you have to be you have to be something. You have to stand for something. If you stand in the middle of the road you get hit by cars going in well, both directions. When you stand in the middle ground in a battlefield, you'll get hit by both sides. But you have to have a conv- conviction. You have to believe, I'm conservative. I believe in the Constitution. I believe in America. I believe in a strong military. I believe in lower That should be taxes. the middle
1: ground. That should be the middle ground. See, we've divided the ground and, and, and made sides for power. You know, but the middle ground, you know, and we've taken certain groups and given them, you know, uh, you know, a certain special, you know, special ranking in the hierarchy of things. We're all equal, you know, and I, I don't really care. Well, you know, I mean, if, the, if
0: if the middle ground is loving our country, I yeah. can, I can, I can go along with that. Like I love America. I love all of the good things that it has given me and my family. I love the freedom to get in my car if I want to and drive from here to New England and go through six or seven The core values of states. America.
1: And, yeah. and really, government should only get down to how do we keep this this picture of beauty that people want to come well, to going? And
0: that's what the difference... But well, what you're saying, Bill, what you're talking about is conservatism. You're saying, well, stay out of the way of the people enjoying their freedoms, you know? Right. But, you know, the left used to carry some of those,
1: you know, stay out of the, you know, stay out of the way of the people's well, freedoms and John the progress Kennedy. of
0: it. John Kennedy would have been considered, uh, uh, and by the way, today is the 22nd of November. Yeah. And we all know what happened 60 years ago today. I can tell you yeah. where I was 60 years ago today. Because it was one of those days, I'll never forget it, coming home and hearing... Well, actually, I was in gym class in in junior high school, and uh, on the speaker, the principal came across and told everybody, like it was a news bulletin, that President Kennedy had been shot and killed in Dallas. And I can remember kids in my... They were either stunned, or some of them were crying. yeah. Um, it's hard to believe 60 years has gone by, but you were saying about liberalism and conservatism, John Kennedy would have been considered a liberal back in 1963. But he's he's conservative now. Yeah. He stood for lower taxes, strong military, getting out of wars. He wanted to get out of Vietnam. That, that didn't go over well, by the way, with the military, uh, industrial complex. They didn't like that. As a matter of fact, that's one of the reasons some people believe that the but CIA those was Those are
1: core American values. So what happened is, is that, you know, parties that want to be, because there's power and being, why do you think a congressman goes in, well, I'm only going to do one or two terms. Well, there's a lot of work to do yeah. here, which they do nothing <laughs> But they, there's a lot of money to make here, and I got a pretty good rake, and I like it, and I keep raking it in, so yep. I got to run for another two they years. They need and me. My constituents need me. They really need me. Need me. <laughs> so, yeah, you sit there and go, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, you know, the same thing. I mean, we need to have term limits, but do you think a congressman is going to no. vote no, no, for no, term no. limit or no. bring up the issue? It's a, nope. it's, a,
0: it's a terrific idea, but we'll have to give it more thought, because... Same thing with the Senate. It ain't going to
1: happen. <laughs> yep. And the, and therein lies the problem. A couple of things that I didn't get to mention. Go ahead. We can't, don't have really we, time. We to can discuss. do. It. We're, we're over. But no. who cares? Actually, this yeah.
0: is this is our this is our weekend holiday program because we're not going to be here uh, yeah. this weekend. If something happens on Saturday, we'll do an update. But for the most part, uh, if you wouldn't mind just uh, listen to this show, tell your friends about it, and maybe. Listen to some previous shows, and uh, and hopefully things will be calm throughout the weekend, and uh, you won't need to be updated. But if, if mm-hmm. something major happens, all bets are off. Go ahead, Bill. You want to say? So uh, Biden's seeing AI as uh,
1: an opportunity, I think he sees it that way, to govern it. Yeah, he's saying, you know, it's obvious that we're going to have to take over and regulate this. Oh, my God. Now, to a degree, I agree with it, you know, because AI, it could be a scary thing. But what's even more scarier than AI is Joe taking control of it, you know. Yeah, that's true. Now,
0: who is he going to put in charge of it? Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, or Corrine. She'll oh, you know. be, be the AI czar now. Oh, God. Bless.
1: Oh, yeah. So that and then uh, Colorado, the crew, the, the people that were trying to keep Trump off the ballot. Yeah. They're appealing that decision now because, and you know, that decision was based on, uh, what was it? The 14th amendment, uh, Mm uh, you know, article three where it talks about, uh, everybody. And the judge basically accused him of insurrection, but saying, no, it didn't, it didn't, it lined up, it lined out a lot of officers, but it did not name, the president and he was not an so they're, officer
0: they're, of so the guys who lost are appealing the decision of uh, uh, that trump can be on double, the ballot double.
1: yeah yeah they, you know, they this is colorado's going to be yeah the, you know i said that this was a setup yeah, and, and i see it because you know they're they're sitting there going uh, that uh,
0: instead to be an officer of a corporation you'd have to be paid well, he was. Right. What they're going to say is, well, Trump wasn't paid. He didn't take a salary. No, he did take a salary. He just passed it through to charities and other organizations. He didn't keep it for himself. So mm-hmm. technically, he got a salary. He just directed it to other places as a charitable donation. And you know what?
1: Sometimes you can be uh, uh, that, that, that you not an, off- officer or an officer are an officer. That that that's 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 a typical legal tactic.
0: Though. Question though. You gotta wonder who's paying for the other side's fight? It cost tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees, maybe more. Oh, more than that. Yeah. yeah. Hundreds
1: of thousands, if not not close to a million. Yep. But they, they have a money tree. Where is this money tree? Or are the fees gratuitous?
0: Well, actually, uh, there, I know that there's a guy and his wife uh, who's a billionaire. He lives. He's an expatriate. He lives in Shanghai. He lives in China. He is socialist. He's uh, actually more communist than socialist. Uh, this is a, an American billionaire. And supposedly he's funding a lot of these different uh these different oh, well, operations yeah then yeah so he's looking out for you and me
1: look yeah. it is the money of the world that that wants to promote joe and that because they they want to control all the money and to control yeah. all the money they have to control you and me and that's what it's well uh, if they
0: can if they can control the uh bank president so that you can go in and steal from the bank then you're going to want the, to keep that bank president and if that mm. bank president gets changed to somebody else, eh, that can make it more complicated. You know, yeah. Anyway, Neil Young, your favorite artist? Oh, yeah, Neil, Neil Young. Oh, he, I never thought he could sing. I'm sorry. I, and I've been I've been around since the uh, the days when he was first beginning. But uh, go ahead. What is an anti Semitic? It's, it's somebody who's uh, against uh, the Jewish faith, I guess. Anti oh. Semite.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Because Neil Young. Has decided that he is going to boycott Twitter, the X, over Elon Musk because he's
0: anti-Semitic. You have to, Bill. You have to understand something. We talked about this <laughs> yesterday. These guys, some of these guys can sing. I never thought Neil Young could sing. Southern man, look at me now. Oh God, bless us. Uh, but I in, shot yeah, my yeah, baby yeah. down oh. by. Let's go. Tr- let's go dredge up the ri- river for the bones of his oh. baby that he shot. But you know he. The best he sounded was when he was with Crosby Stills and Nash yeah. uh, because they actually kind of covered up his voice. But you know we equate singers as like being intellects. We equate actors as being intellectuals. You know uh, just if you if you did the same thing with a a, a copying machine, right? would mm-hmm. you equate that to a, a printing press? No it's just a machine making a copy of something else, another machine made. Mm-hmm. These guys, actors, are good at imitating other people. Singers are good at singing a song, playing the guitar maybe. But to then turn around and give them difference for their their political intellect, forget it. But, but, but we do it. We do it all the time in this country. We say, oh, well, you know, uh, uh, so-and-so, that uh, star of that TV show, he doesn't like Trump. Oh, really? Well, that must mean something. Like, how? Wow. But anyway, we could go on and on. You have anything else you want to yeah. add before we wrap this sucker up? Oh, today? there's a lot
1: we could talk about. But, uh, you know, and the I, old I thi- clock
0: on the wall, yes. And
1: the old clock on the wall, yeah. Well, my, mine has actually stopped.
0: Well, good. That means you can it's, just keep talking. I mean,
1: every, yeah, I, I haven't uh, – well, you know, clocks anymore. They're not plugged in. they got batteries. Even though it's a big clock and looks cool. yes. It's been 10-10. It's uh, sounded sound of two Fords chasing well, well, one uh, one another, 10 after 10. But it's been that every day that I do this well, show. Well, you know starts what they say. at 10 after 10 ends that way. It's right at least twice a day. <laughs> that,
0: that's true. <laughs> anyway. And uh, it won't be too long. It's going to be right again. That's true. Uh, our number is 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868. Mail at and Mail at jimandbill.com. And jimandbill at mail. Dot.com. Okay, so it's it's Thanksgiving uh, from the bottom of my heart. I wish you all a wonderful Thanksgiving, a safe Thanksgiving. I know you're driving over the Thanksgiving holiday, Bill. I, I hope that you have a safe and uh, wonderful time with your friends, and uh, you have a safe trip back. I hope everybody who's traveling, you drive safely, have a wonderful time, don't eat too much turkey. And come back and join us again when we're live doing a show next Monday for sure. Um, Other than that, even my liberal friends, by the way, even the one who was angry at me yesterday, I still love you. Happy Thanksgiving, okay? Now it's up to you. Well, didn't didn't that liberal friend kind of send you a text that said,
1: Hasta la vista, Jimmy! Baby, (laughs) I'm out of here!
0: The Voice of Freedom.